Hello, everybody, and welcome. It is NBL overtime. The Boomers are two and zip. NBL preseason is about to go to a whole new level, and Corey Webster is on fire. You can get involved anytime you like. Hashtag NBL overtime. I'm Cam Luke, and I'm now joined by a man who's ditched the salmon for his own personalised hoodie. Have a look at this. Man. How you doing? This ain't no cupcake league. What's Listen, going on? I mean, you just said it. You know, this is my infinite mood. As we know, the NBL, a lot of people may think it's sweet down here, but you just got to let people know. <laughs> this ain't a cupcake league. Pretty cool, huh? Hey, real cool. Hello to you, Liam Santa Maria. Yeah, thanks. Not a bad sweater. How many of them are available? <laughs> It's only one now. That's the one? I had to give a little bit of a sample. Yeah. However, it'll be on my website. I got a merchandise page. Yeah. Getting done as we speak. CoreyWilliams.net. There it is. We working, baby. I like it. Thanks, Thanks very man. Nice. So people I got to get you guys one. You know. Thank let's you. do this. That'll there's, work. There's, Shout out to the Overtime uh, crew. <laughs> I think there's four. There are four people. In fact, five people who must. I think it has to be a freebie as well. Of course, Liam and I have been I got you too. freebies for you two for sure. Andrew yeah. Bogut. Now nah, I got RJ. something special for him. Oh, I got uh, something Rod. special for both. Rod, Lavar. Okay. And then maybe the two sons, depending on how they go early on. Yeah, but yeah. I think from a marketing point of view, there's probably five or six freebies that need to be dished Russ out. Russ like probably it. should get a delivery. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Are people stopping you in the street and having a chat about that? I mean, that? to be honest with you, I literally just put this on just today on. for the first wow, time. fresh. Fresh off the press. All right, looking like forward it. to you. Thank you. You look good. I had to break it here first, you know. <laughs> got you guys. And you we appreciate it. Thank you. I got you. What size so, you Hang on. This is not like a Kobe Bryant. This is not like a LXL. XL. Ash Color. This is made in Melbourne. I mean, so however you fit, yeah. I collab with Ash Color. This is big That's now. That's a good brand. This is a really good brand. Mm. I've been working out, so probably an extra small. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been working out. Sure. How you doing, buddy? You good? Good. I had a brand new experience today. What Something happened? Something I'd never done before. What's that? My we took my daughter and we did sushi train. Oh, you never what? done sushi train before? I've you? never done a sushi train. Oh, what? It's the no, best. I haven't. It is good. Well, let's we'll do a sushi explain. Train. I explain how's it going. You go, sit there and the train comes yeah, on oh, really? you and sort of zigzags yeah. around yeah. the place and you pick what Just you want. Just pick what you want. That's Next cool. thing you got 45 plates and it costs you 200 bucks. <laughs> hey, very, very good. Right. <laughs> That's pretty much how it happens. All right, let's get into it because it has been a big week. Of course, the World Cup's underway and the Boomers are 2 and 0. A win over Canada, a very lackluster third quarter. And mm. as you said, Liam Santa Maria, your article, which is up on nbl.com.au via the app. The lack of urgency, and we've got to also put it straight out there. They're two and zero, so yes. they've done what they have to do, but Ooh. there has been some worrying signs for a team that has high expectations. Look, there's been a lack of consistency, mm. yeah, and I thought they could have gone after that game against Senegal a little bit more, but this was a great win. I mean, this is the pool of death yeah. coming into the World Cup, and it wasn't just us saying that. Everyone was talking about it, and we're two games in, and us and Lithuania have already qualified because we took care of business and wasn't Dela Dover outstanding in that first game. Joe Ingles has been sensational throughout. And, yeah, look, we can nitpick, and sure, I've done that already, but we are two and zip. We have qualified through to the next phase already. We've been ticking a whole bunch of boxes. Could we have ticked a couple more along the way so far? Sure, but it's a good start. One big one for you that you wrote in the article, which I agree with, the fact that, and if you look at the team, Serbia, for example, as you mentioned, the fact that a lot of these guys have had to play big minutes. Salavadova, yeah. Mills, Joe Ingles, probably our three most important players, and our three best-performed players probably in the preseason uh, or the exhibition games as well. Mm. They have had to log bigger minutes than stars from other countries right now. And, look, we can, we'll talk about that a little mm. bit more, about what could have been done and, and what you know, took place yesterday. But it, it's tournament play, right? Like, you've got to make sure you get those wins mm -hmm. at the start of the Agreed. tournament. We come right in and play Canada, 
massive danger game. A terrific opening, you know, most of the opening half took the foot off the pedal just before half time, and then that third quarter got a little out of hand, but it was a great response, really important win, and uh, we, we move on. I, I want to say this too, we aren't nitpicking, but I think that's also more of an indication of where we expect this team to be come the end of the sure. tournament. And the very fact is we're not sitting here saying, oh, well, they had to play heaps of minutes just to beat these two teams. It is based on what we expect this Australian team to have to deal with later on in the tournament when they play teams like a Serbia or maybe or Lithuania, of course, we'll get to that in a moment, or a USA later in, in elimination games. But they have been pretty good. They've definitely been pretty good so far. Exactly. They played, they are 2-0. Right? Fair enough, okay, the game didn't go the way we would imagine them dominating Senegal. But you got to remember this as well. Senegal got their asses busted, so you know they're going to come out harder, okay? You get a good win versus Canada, and you're probably looking at the result Lithuania beat uh, Senegal and the manner that they beat them in. So you come into that game a little bit like, all right, we should be able to roll these guys. At least they got the win, but they know this, if nothing else. They have to be ready when they play Lithuania. And they will be. Yeah. They will be. Let me talk on that a little bit because, I mean, Joe Ingles was terrific last night, right? One assist shy of the first ever triple-double in the FIBA World Cup history since they've been keeping box scores. He was hoping night. Mitch Creek had that three-quarter shot on the buzzer too because that would have counted. He said post-game that he didn't care either way, but he was he cares. on the sly. He would have liked a triple-double. Um, I would have gone, and because I, I agree with you, and look, you're only natural, you're only human. Those guys have bigger fish to fry, right? They're looking ahead at that Lithuanian game. They're like, we just got to make sure we get a win here. We've got, we've got to play. We've got Lithuania, France. Turns out it's Dominican Republic, and then onwards from there. And we've seen how hard they go at it when they need to. Canada, most of that game, the win over the US. So what I would have done if I was Andre Lamanis, I would have started Chris Golding and Mitch Creek in place of Paddy Mills and Joe Ingles last night against Senegal because those guys, they don't have bigger fish to fry. That, they're just, they're going to go after it. And what I felt like was I felt like there was a little bit of a malaise, a little lethargy over our squad yeah. in, that, in that game against just, Senegal. Just, I don't disagree with you, as yep. in the, the fact that they probably didn't come out the way they probably should have and mm -hmm. for reasons that Homicide has pointed out. But you can't, in the second game of a World Cup campaign, so, and all... Chris Golding's been outstanding and Mitch Creek's been really good when he's come on, but you can't show disrespect to an opposition. Are we trying to win the gold medal? You're trying to win well, the gold so medal. If we're trying to win... Nikola Jokic... You've still got to get Nikola through the Jokic first bit. Nikola Jokic has not started a game yet. Yeah, but... In the World Cup. But that's they've the played league. Angola and the Philippines. But you know what? I think Serbia are a little higher rated and not in the, the group of death, which has been, as you touched on, yeah. called by everyone. I don't think you can come out in your second game and start two non-starters that are going to be there. And yet again, I don't want to... See, I think you Golden's can. been I great. You say these guys are going to go... Do you think it would have made a, a difference? I think they would have got after okay. it. I, I felt like that was the issue last night a bit for... And, and let's not... Let's be real. I mean, that was a five-point game midway through, what, the... Final quarter? Final quarter. Yeah, got about yeah, yeah. 74, yeah. Five yeah. point game midway yeah. through the final quarter. Now, crazy things happen when it's that close. And we saw last night with yeah. Turkey and the US, in the US, there have been some upsets. Okay, so you be careful. But what you need is you need to get after it. Yeah. Right. And you need to kill a team in the first half if it's yeah. a team that no one expects to get through and so on and so forth. And we didn't really get after mm. it in the way that we know our team I, can. And I feel like watching the, the game we lost to Canada in the start of the warm-ups, we came in and sat here and I said, my main gripe about that, that performance, we didn't get after them mm. defensively. We're a cerebral defensive team, but we're not 
at times, we're not a super active, high-intensity, pressure defensive team. And that's how you put the sword to a less talented team in a tournament like this. You get after them and you freak them out. I don't disagree with the fact that they weren't 100% off the tip. I'm just not sure starting two guys who aren't starters would have been the right look considering they'd only just won one game and they needed to win two to qualify well, to get through to the, the other, next step. The other good teams, and mm -hmm. we try to, we're thinking of ourselves as yeah. in that pool of France and Serbia and the US and Lithuania and Greece and Brazil and whatnot, they're doing some of that. The thing too with Senegal, like they were embarrassed. Right, so the ego was bruised, so they would have spent 48 hours, whole thing getting pointed to, you know what, you just got embarrassed on the big stage by a really good team in Lithuania, you need to, so they, they come the other way, they were amped, this was their grand final, because even though they probably thought it was unlikely they're going to qualify after that first game, yep. the very fact is that their ego and their pride was embarrassed. Right. As far as it can possibly, when you roll up to your opening game of World Cup and you lose by 54, so then they, they were going to, so they went here. Australia need to be higher, but it's also in the end. I, I wouldn't have started Golding or who'd you say, Mitch Creek? Mm -hmm. But I also can see what you're trying to say and what, what they need to do from the top. It's also minutes, though, right? Like, mm -hmm. you, I mean, we, for Cam Glidden, Nathan Sobey, and essentially Dave Barlow, for three of our guys in our 12 to have basically DMP CDs yeah. against Senegal is a problem. At this stage of the tournament, that's a problem because Joe Ingles and Paddy Mills and Matthew Delavadova played a huge load in game one. Now they've played a huge game two days later and then they get one day off they've got to, and they've got to carry the load against Lithuania in a humongous game. Yes, we've, we're advancing. Yes, we've qualified. But don't sleep on how important this game is to beat Lithuania tomorrow then, night. Oh, it's huge. Then, then put it on those guys. They yeah, put it on those 100%. I mean, these so guys get... Bench them, put these, it on them and say, we've got to be ready. But I just think... Even if the even though they play every other day mm -hmm. in these in this tournament, that's what they do in the NBA. These guys are big time players. They know they have to step up when their numbers call, which their numbers frequently call, especially in this situation. It's on them. They know what is it what it is and what they have to do. So I expect them to rise. I get what you're saying. Mm. Get the guys that don't play a lot minutes against lower teams mm. because you know. They don't play a lot, so their intensity mm -hmm. is going to be at a 200%. Mm. So I totally, yeah, situation? I, I totally get what yeah. you're saying. However, I understand what you're saying as well. This team just got destroyed mm. by 54. So, you know, it's their pride on the line. It's the pride on the line. So I get both sides of what you're saying because you're going to need those guys. Mm. It always comes down to the guys that are, doesn't, don't really play that much, your bench to get you over the line in a lot of tough situations down the stretch. So I totally get what, you, what you're saying. Mm. But, you know, so it's just all about playing to the level of your competition. They knew they, they were going to win. Mm. It was just a matter of, let's try to cruise as much. Uh-oh, hold on. It's getting a little too tight. Let's turn it up. Yeah. So that's how that game pretty much went. And they got over at the end. Mm. And now it leads to a Thursday night game against Lithuania. Both teams are through, but Liam Santa Maria... Yeah. <laughs> It continues. The win-loss record against the opposition team that's going to be in the next group, which includes uh, France, France and, and Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic and Lithuania. So this game is huge because you don't want to yes. go what essentially will be 0-1. You want to be 1-0. and zero. Talk to us about what you've seen from Lithuania so far. Well, they've been sensational, right? They've ticked all the same boxes that we've ticked so far, but a few more as well because they have really demolished their opposition. Um, they, as we said, they smacked... Senegal by 54. They really had no trouble with Canada whatsoever. Beat them by 23 and were in control of that game pretty much from go to woe. And, um, you know, we know they're deep. 
their guys are pretty well rested. No one's really played over 23 minutes for them thus far. And um, they are always a really tough beat. I mean, this is legitimately a team that could medal. You know, you've got Valanciunas and Sabonis, big bodies. Kalnidis is an outstanding point guard and they're deep. They can just rotate bodies and guys come off the bench and, and uh, are tough. So it is going to be a seriously tough game to win. But we have had the wood over Lithuania in recent times. We beat them in that 2014 World Cup, a game I thought we probably should have approached a little differently. We, we beat them at the Olympics mm -hmm. in 2016 and um, they're going to come in with revenge on their mind and we're going to come in feeling pretty good about things. Been a bogey side for the Boomers prior to that. You go yes. back all the way back to what so many people believe were two of our best medal chances, 96 and 2000 Olympics and... The 96 game, I think it was a seven-point loss. Sabonis went nuts. Ironically, another Sabonis, his son in this team. But there, it's interesting the way that history keeps repeating themselves in huge games. I know it's a lot earlier this time, but it's still going to be a cracking tomorrow night. Corey, what do you think about the prep for each of these two teams? Lithuania coming in just storming through their two opposition and our group coming in some maybe heavy minutes logged by those top guys and some inconsistency with our play. I mean, I think... Australia knows where they're at. I think the Boomers know they haven't played their best basketball as of yet. So now's the time. Two games in, you're 2-0. And, oh, and um, I think that they'll come in extremely focused. They know who they're playing against. They know what time it is with this matchup. You slip, it can be over that quick. So they'll be out of the gate, ready to go for, for the whole 40 minutes. Lithuania. A well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. These guys, like you said, they have history going against Australia. And they've lost. So with a, a, a more, than, a, more than a few times against Australia. So with that said, they feel like this is their best chance to win. So yeah. it'll be a really good game. And you know what it is, essentially? It's the start of the second phase. We it know we're, we're, in a, we're, we're in a pool with France and the Dominican Republic. Those two teams are playing against each other tomorrow night. We're playing Lithuania uh, tomorrow night and um, essentially starts that second phase. So we can get that off to a flying start with a win over... Lithuania. All right. While it hasn't been an issue so far in the wins over Canada and Senegal, there has been or are some concerns, Liam Santamaria, towards some late-game execution when it comes to Andre Lamanis-led teams. Mm. You've been able to go back over not only some Boomers situations, but yeah. also with the Brisbane Bullets. Yeah. Pause, it, pause it there real quick, if we can, just to set the scene. Um, I'm on the record as an Andre Lamanis supporter. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, I really like am. Okay, I, really am. Like a, I, hey. I think he's a terrific coach. Yeah. I think he would agree that um, there, you know, that these moments in end of game situations have been a bit of a headache for him, and maybe yep. an Achilles heel for Ooh, him okay. in recent times. And I remember. Um, so let's look at this one. This is. People will not enjoy watching this. That's the shot from Amir Prelzik in 2014 in the, the knockout game against Turkey. So we now go down one, five seconds on the clock. We run, we don't get to see the whole play there, but we run a pretty convoluted play. Some back screens, the ball going through a few different hands. And we don't get a shot up. Five seconds to go, down one, you've got to get a shot up. And um, now the guys don't need reminding. This is the same situation pretty much. One point down, five seconds in the bronze medal game, and we don't get a shot up again. You see the ball going through a few different people's hands. And uh, pause this one here real quick. Um, pause, pause. Thank you. Um, I spoke to Andre after that a couple of years ago, a few months after that 
Olympic campaign and I said, what keeps you up at night? The foul call on Paddy or the final play. And he said, look, our approach is always about control what you can control. So, of course, referees are going to make whatever call they're going to make, but us not getting a shot up on that final play really eats at me and that's something we need to improve. This is um, uh, one, a play, uh, uh, end-of-game situation. Look, you see Brisbane again, down one, last possession of the game in Adelaide, uh, not last season, the season before, and roll the vision here. You see that? I mean, they get a couple of good looks up here, but keep look at the far right corner of the screen there, the guy on his knees at the scorer's table. That's Travis Trice. That was their best player this season, along with Tory Craig, and their most dynamic. Now, he, obviously, Tarangi gets a terrific look to win the game there. They don't get it, but Lamanis was talking post-game, saying, look, that's on me. I should have called a timeout and got Travis Trice into the game, and he didn't. Now, look at this. This is the game two. Pause this here real quick. This is game two of the semi-final series against Perth earlier this year. Now, we remember them just getting smacked by the Wildcats, but look, it's a three-point game, 20 sec 21 seconds to go, but look at the shot clock. There's 13 seconds, there's eight-second differential here on the shot clock. A stop here, and you have a chance to go down the other end and tie the game and send it to overtime, potentially send this to a game three back in Perth. Roll the vision. Andre's standing right there, barking instructions. Cam Glidden fouls deliberately. Then looks up and goes, hold on, was that the right thing to do? Andre's like, hold on, I'm not so sure. Um, geez, he looks now, he looks up at the clock and goes, ooh, hold on. Look at, look at it now, 17 seconds. They have to take it out again. Now there's a three-second difference. It was a big, over, big mistake. Mm -hmm. The game's over. Send them to the foul line on the next play and they iced the game. So... What I, the reason I'm flagging this is because I think Andre Lamas is a sensational coach at putting teams together that have great buy-in, all of the things that you need to do to get that, and his systems, what he runs, is, I mean, peop, is the envy of coaches all over the world. They love the way we go about things, and he's doing a terrific job. I've just got my eyes peeled for these situations so that hopefully, and this is what everyone does in life, right? You live and you learn through your experiences. Hopefully his coaching goes to another level in these situations when they come up at some point this tournament, which we know they probably will. You know what that felt like? Was there. <laughs> you know when you're, you're dating someone, you're like, let's go grab a coffee. And you're like, look, I really like you, but I'm going to reel off your floors for the next 10 minutes and then <laughs> we're going to break up and I'll never see you again. I just felt exactly like that. Well, <laughs> it's a nice way of doing it. <laughs> it's going to come up, right? I agree, I agree. Situation's going to come up for sure. Like, and, and these end-of-game situations, I mean, we saw the free throws last night with Turkey and they missed four free throws in the last 10 seconds against the... Of Choke artists. But China against... Poland, the home team, they've been working up to this for so long. They couldn't get the ball inbounds. Yeah. Inbounds. Three times. stretch. And it cost them the game. Yeah, it's the so little you, things. you, you got to execute. Right. Now, so that Turkish-USA game, just while we're on it just quickly, of course, a remarkable set of circumstances. Jason Tatum looks okay, so mm -hmm. he tweaked his ankle on the last play of the game, which led to the Chris Middleton foul shots. But on the NBL app and on nbl.com.au, where you've written stuff about the not only the boomers, but... Correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm paraphrasing. Yes. USA cannot win. Is that I'm, what you I'm wrote? I'm correct you. USA will not win. Will, will not win. I apologise. Okay. Can they win? Of course they yeah. can win. You ask me, I don't think that this team's going to win the World Cup. How come? I don't disagree, but I'm wondering what your takeaway from their first two games are. 
Well, I kind of felt this way coming into mm -hmm. the tournament, but I didn't quite, you know, I wasn't quite at the yeah. point where I was ready to say it quite to that extent. But, um, and look, they got the job done in their first game. Geez, they, they should have lost that game last night. No, no doubt. 100% should have won that game, just knocked down some free throws and that thing's over. Um, having said that, look, they won it, they put themselves in that position, but they are still a massive work in progress in terms of their cohesion, their chemistry. You know, Popovich called them discombobulated at the offensive end in, in the loss to us here. I still see a lot of that from them, especially against the zone, which has been a thorn in Team USA's side at international tournaments for a long, long time because they don't have experience executing against that in the NBA. But the biggest issue is their front line. Right, Miles Turner is carrying a massive load, but Coach Pop has no confidence whatsoever in Brooke Lopez or Miles Plum, um, uh, Mason Plumley. And would you? Neither like, really should he. I mean, if, if you look at the front yeah. lines of the teams, and we'll start with Mate. Serbia. Would you? Would four, you be? Would you be, would you be? Would you be thinking? Boban, yep. um, uh, Radulica, and Bielica. Four of them that are they're going to just eat. Them up. No one legitimately believes that Plumley and Lopez can do damage against that front line. No, no one. I mean, you are. But Lithuania, our front line, France with Gobert, there are some big, big teams with some really good players. Look, here's, here's the reality of it. This is just a team that just got put together. Mm -hmm. Nobody else wanted to come to play for whatever reason. So we are stuck with these are the guys, mm -hmm. okay? So you have a front line that can't score. Your five-man can't get you a bucket. Yeah. Your four-man not getting you done. Chris Middleton is barely hitting shots. Look, like, like you said, they should have lost yesterday. That's the reality of mm. it, okay? They're trapping. They're playing, they're playing against teams that's playing them like how you would play in college, mm. okay? These guys are playing 80-plus games a year where you could just walk the ball up with no pressure. They're denying full court. They're pressuring. Boxing one. Zone. They have no zone busters. They got one guy that can shoot from three. Everybody else. Kimba's a creator who can shoot, but he's a creator first, and he's playing a legit point guard role. He's not out here trying to get 26 a game like he does in the regular season. It's not what he's doing here. So they're learning. As, this is like training camp for them against teams that are well-oiled machines that do this year in and year out. It's not going to happen. I'm a little bit disappointed at Donovan Mitchell the first two games. Uh, we know how talented he is, but he's, he's probably the perfect indicator of how they have struggled to adapt to the international style of play. Mm. And you mentioned the zone. Uh, teams will zone them all the way through. Yeah, none of well, them have played international yeah. basketball. Yeah. This I mean, is a Turkey, total different adjustment. Turkey laid out the blueprint last night, right? And, um, and, you know, and built on what the Aussies showed here I know actually, last week. I know they smacked Canada last week 25-odd points, but when Canada went to a zone in certain points in the game in Sydney, yep. that's when the USA... USA had to be man-on-man, man, would have won that game by 50. Canada went to the zone and was able to junk mm. it up enough to stop them from scoring. And there's also, obviously, you talk about the adaptation to the international game. Part of it is the play. Well, it's also the rules. That is still happening. Yeah. And you saw the, the foul on Joe Harris last night um, that was called the unsportsmanlike foul. I mean, he was confused because in the NBA, that's just two free throws and you get Look, away with it. Now, we don't want to... That is a rabbit you. hole Please that don't start you don't want to get down. Um, but they are very, very much a work in progress. And it's very... For the rest of the world, for us and all those other teams that are trying to win this thing or... Yeah, you know, eyes go, light up, baby. Oh, mate. We really is, got a chance. It is super exciting that that is the team that has come here. <laughs> yeah. That's how they're going. I don't think they're going to win it, they're, so someone else will. They're, they're pros, which is, of course, the athleticism young team like to get up and run. 
their cons far outweigh it when it comes to being able to stop the front lines of other countries. They're not experienced enough in no, international not. play to overcome mm. all the stuff that they have to. That's just what I believe. They're young and inexperienced. They don't have a front. They don't have anybody to throw the ball down to and get a bucket. Yeah. Nobody. It's not going to work. As fun as it's going to be, Australia and Lithuania, and how big it is, of course, where our allies will be, there's, of course, the Tall Blacks who are playing particularly yes, well sir. as well. Now, they play Greece. The win will go through to the next round. But before we get to who's playing well, and, geez, Corey Webster's been outstanding in the first two games. This is That's huge Ty when Webster. it comes to Ty Webster. <laughs> but Corey Webster has been outstanding. <laughs> yes. I wasn't looking at the highlights, but anyway. I want to point this out, as we all know. If New Zealand lose, Australia automatically qualify... True. For the Olympic Games. Yeah. We're talking about New Zealand, we're talking about Australia. We're talking about New Zealand, but if they lose to Greece, <laughs> okay, yes. something hasn't been mentioned well, a great deal. Let's come back to that, because we'll talk uh, about whether what we want to happen out of that. But yeah, can we give a shout out to the to the <laughs> can, tall can blacks for balling? The, no, can we? I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to show away from the tall blacks how good they've been, but you if they have. lose, it's talking it all over their highlights. The <laughs> Montenegro. Nikola Vucevic, Isaac Foto, <laughs> 20 points, Corey they Webster, They the highlights 25. too soon. Go on, and, talk uh, us through Look at Corey and Ty Webster just splashing. Oh, no, not Ty Webster. Look at Smith Milner. Look at that. Boom. It's a one-point game early in the fourth. And the boy who, the killside, Cobra, just steps up and knocks it down. And Corey, boy, has the key. is dancing with the rock right now. Yeah. Look at Vucevic. <laughs> just look to the heavens and say, can someone please put some clamps on Corey Webster. He has been lining it up. He's the equal second leading scorer of the competition, averaging 22 points per game. And that form we talked about of Corey yeah. Webster this offseason is uh, continued on, and he's doing great things. Yeah, he is, because clearly when he... And when that backcourt shows up and hits shots, that's a tough team. You know, and they actually have the green light to take at least maybe 15 to 20 attempts mm. per... So if they hitting, it's tough. It's a tough night for anybody defending. And it's fun how they, I mean, they must be having so much fun playing again alongside each other, yeah. those two brothers. But it's also fun how they're different. Ty Webster's more of a put it on the floor, Get slash to the, to the rim, create, pitch it out to other guys. And Corey, we know what he likes to do. And they are a fun team. I'm cheering for them. Hey, just a big shout-out, too. Obviously, uh, Smith Milner also plays for Melbourne United. I know you love NBL <laughs> 1 and the Killsoft oh, It's Conference. a nice story. A couple of <laughs> it NBL, is. You know. It is. It has, has been really good. All right, they have been good. I didn't uh, mean any disrespect. Right, now let's get in into New Zealand. it. Mm. Oh, now let's get into it. it. Now you want to get into it. Well, now so let's get into it. Greece. They play against the yes. Greek Freak mm. tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Winner goes through. Okay, so for people who may not be aware, whoever finishes higher in the... And the, the Oceania yeah. point of view yep. qualifies automatically for the Olympic Games next year. So if the Tall Blacks do not win, they do not qualify. Australia have qualified, as we know. They will qualify automatically, which makes, of course, the campaign a fair bit different heading towards Tokyo 2020. So, so you don't want you want the Tall Blacks ah, look. to lose to Greece tomorrow night, <laughs> I, so that we're locked into the Olympics. When you put it as logical, <laughs> when you put it as logical, Come on, tell as the that, people, talk to the people, <laughs> tell the breaker fans, <laughs> tell, tell them all across. When you put it down, logical like that, it does sound a little bit harsh. But of course, as an Australian Boomer fan, it's a hell of a lot easier if they automatically so qualify for the Olympic Games. Is Man. that what you're cheering for tomorrow? Look, I want the Australians to win you, gold and New Zealand to win the silver. <laughs> when you split this is what I want. I want the Boomers no, no, to win no, gold and the Tall Blacks to nah, win the nah, silver. Nah, nah. Oh we want to know what you God. want tomorrow night. It's a whole lot of politics going on on this set today. Do you want Greece <laughs> to win that game or do you want New Zealand? <laughs> People want to know. Don't sit on the who fence. Who are the tall backs got in the next, in the next phase? Oh, That's my irrelevant. God. That's irrelevant. Well, it is. 
This is the stuff so I've been going through, man. They're going through with oh, This is the stuff I go through. This is just like me saying, who's better, Andrew Bogut or Sean Long? Don't sit on the fence. Yeah, we're trying to get Say an what you're saying, Cam. Because I'll be clear. Thank you. Be clear. Go on. I want the Toll Blacks to win tomorrow night. Let's there you go. go. I think we're going to... No Are you still confident? Hold on, no disrespect. <laughs> hang on, hang on. No disrespect. We're going to finish higher than them. Right. How do you know? Because we're. I just think we will. I'm confident. Oh, I think you're a better team. But how, but, how do you? How do you? But my man, Tom Abercrombie, Corey Webster, the Smith Milner, and Delaney, and all these NBL guys representing out there on the world stage. That's they're huge. not just representing their country. I agree. They're, they're representing, representing the NBL. They're representing I... the NBL overtime. Yeah. They're out there oh, doing... <laughs> Tell you what. They're out there Tell doing... Tell politicians. We're at Tall Blacks. Summer League. The Tall Blacks want to put our new NBL overtime logo no, on. on their seat. I love it. We're at Summer League and we're covering Finn Delaney and Cab's like, I'm all about you, man. Let's go for a walk and let's <laughs> talk and let's meet and Actually, and I'm cheering <laughs> for you. And now he's at the World Cup. Representing New Zealand, yeah. his hometown of Nelson, but also the NBL, and you want them to lose. That is that is not good, though. That, that not I, you know right. what? That ain't right. I've Shout been, out to Findalini. Go first out. We first forgot out. about talking about him. I right haven't now. said I want them to lose yet. Well, where are you at? You haven't said you want them to win. It, it makes life a lot easier if they lose to Greece. <laughs> but I hope <laughs> they, so soft. I hope they so win. Soft. <laughs> oh, you do? Of course, I hope they win to oh, an extent. Of course, I, to an extent. It makes life a lot easier. For the boomers to qualify. So I'm thinking from a logical boomers point want? of view. We just want it easy. We'll get it, we'll get it done. I want the Tall Blacks to advance. Because you know what? When they advance, they go into a pool with Team USA. Mm. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, so, now, who, so who, who they got in the next pool? They'll have USA, mm -hmm. the winner of Turkey and the Czech Republic. Ooh, Turkey. And they'll go through with Brazil. Ooh. They lost to. Mm. Okay. I want the Tall Blacks to win. I just don't want him to finish as high as the boomers. Oh, well, you said off it. We're going to start bringing off air conversations. Politics is usual. True. Let's not do that. All right, where am I? I've actually, just for people at home, I've been quite sick this week. I had to pull myself off the canvas USA style. All right, Santa's watching. Here we go. All what right. do you got? World well, Edition. Do you know what, Santa? Is it hot in here? I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, we're a little, we've gone a little underground, a little rogue with Ooh. Santa's watching during mm. the World Cup because it's hard to pull all the high-quality vision together. So what we're doing is yes. a lot of this is just vision that I've shot off my... Look at this one from Tom Abercrombie. Oh. Can you believe that thing didn't go in? Watch how many times it went around the nice room. Nice follow-through. Kawhi's bounced. This one spun, spun, spun. Uh, it's still spinning. And no good from Tom Abercrombie. <laughs> this is Will Voigt, the head coach of Angola. Will Voigt, head coach. This is not the head coach <laughs> of Angola. <laughs> he looks as confused as anyone right there. Uh, Shout-out to our guy, Wurtho. Helped us out with this one, oh. this one. Look at this guy from Angola, lost his shoe. I want to know, it's you guys bad. are going to the races on the weekend, right? Who's, yeah. Who Probably. would wear that? Uh, not me. Not me either. I've got a very similar hat, actually. I, I could see Cam going more like this stuff. Ew. That <laughs> <laughs> was bomb. And a shout-out, Shay Illy. Ooh, oh, hey. Oh, man, look at that ankle breaker on, nice. on Shay Illy. So... Shout out to all those people that um, sent some stuff in. And if you want to get involved, we'll shout you out on the show. Just video it off on your phone, off the screen. Slip it through to me at Liam underscore Santa. Hashtag NBL Overtime. We'll put it on. Sweet. It's, it's very, I can't watch all the games. Teamwork make the dream work. Yeah. There's one, you missed one huge thing in that. Ooh. One massive thing. What? I know it's not a world, like, it's not, wasn't in the World Cup, but. Corey hit the trot. Hit <laughs> the trot! <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs>
Oh, you should have put it. That would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, I went harness uh, racing. You're a man about town. Well, no, I definitely am a man about town. I'm a man of the people. You know, I love creating people. new experiences. Yes. And harness racing was something I've never done, something I never even knew existed or thought I would do. Yeah. So, you know, when they call... Had you guys? We, we I come get, through. We could get stuck. We actually Camps lost. a big racing man. Big we racing man. We actually lost. Do you beat? Yeah, I got beat by the LeBron James of harness racing. <laughs> I forgot his name, but I heard he's legit. <laughs> I, I forgot his name. Chris Olford? Nah, it was something sugars, I think. Let's talk some NBL. There's a fair bit of preseason NBL preseason games on tonight. We're going to see Southeast Melbourne Phoenix and Cairns. We're going to see Adelaide and Perth as well. Phoenix continue to play yeah, with the roster. Hey, we've had a roster announcement this week. Yeah, we have. On your tennis, oh, you're going to get that. Okay, my I, I might have forgotten. I haven't okay. forgotten him. Just okay. throwing some of the games around. I know okay. you're going to be at the Phoenix game very yeah, shortly. Take it in, yeah. Of course, Melbourne United are going to take on. As I look at my notes here, going to take on Cairns on Friday night. Southeast Melbourne, Phoenix, and Brisbane. So we're going to see really from now on to the Blitz in a couple of weeks' time. These rosters start to be put together. Mm. Although we've got players who are missing who will be at, and coaches who are at the World Cup. But you're right. The Sydney Kings announced mm. their final piece of the roster, and they signed veteran Lucas Walker coming off and of course NBA one man as you are a championship with the none of what expectors yeah so they wanted a veteran presence in that in the front line someone who could help them on the glass and be a good uh, locker room guy and a low maintenance guy so let me tell you the conversations with Greg Hire were real well hang on and a were second ongoing really yes sir um, so you link Greg Hyde to two teams now, Melbourne and Sydney. Well, Melbourne, those conversations were real early yeah. in the piece and, and then Sydney late Lane. in the piece there were numerous okay. conversations. They went back and forth and um, it, it didn't land where Greg was kind of willing for it to be is what my understanding is. And they picked up Lucas Walker who, um, yeah, we know can come in and has, can, can get some things done. He's not the high flyer that he maybe necessarily was earlier in his career but... Geez, was only a couple of seasons ago when he was setting NBL records for offensive boards when he was super motivated that championship. Was it championship season? That championship season with um, with the Wildcats or that season when he played... He doesn't have a champ NBL championship. No, was, well, but I know what you're saying. He had a really good year that year yeah. with he was before he left half, the Cairns. First half of that right, year. Right, right. He tailed off a little bit. And um, look, he was an important part off the court yeah. of the Wildcats team the previous season... Where and he, I think he's got a championship ring from that campaign okay. because they felt like he played an important role. Fickle. And that's the type of role he's not going to play a lot of minutes. No, it's the type of role the Kings are looking for him to play this season. I think that's a good pickup. I mean, think about this. Let's go back to the three x three hustle. Mm -hmm. You know how much good play from that carries over, mm -hmm. as we know, Tim Conrad. Mm -hmm. His play is definitely going to carry over into the season with Illawarra this year. So I think that's a good pickup for them. He's not going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to play hard when he's in there. You know, the expectation as far as hard work and bringing it when you're on the court and in practice is there. He's a veteran. Why not? Here's what I'm hoping. He was out of the league and when he left Adelaide. Adelaide didn't want to re-sign him. He didn't get another gig. He was out of the league, went and trained, and wasn't sure what he was going to do, was training with Perth. When he eventually got that contract that following year, he had the biggest chip on his shoulder. We were speaking to him at the Blitz that year and saying, what, what are your, what's your mindset, mentality, those two great words, coming into this season. He says, I've got a point to prove. No one wanted me. These guys are giving me a chance. I'm coming out. And he's out there pulling down offensive rebound after offensive rebound. His play hasn't been at that level now for a season and a half. He's the last guy signed to a roster spot 
this off-season. I'm hoping he comes into this season, not just collecting those checks, but with that kind of point-to-prove, chip-on-the-shoulder type mentality, where he's like, you know what, I'm on a championship contending team, and I'm going to show everyone that my career is, I've got still plenty of gas in the tank. You know who's going to come in just like that? Majuk Majuk. Trevor Gleason saved his life. And that's what I'm going to say, saved his life. He was on the end of a bench with New Zealand. Am I right? Mm -hmm. We know this. He got no playing time. Oh, saved his career? Or saved his career? life. His career. His basketball life. Yeah, basketball Nobody life. else Ooh, was going to sign him. Yeah. It's over. Mm. It's over. His life. Go on and get a real job or figure out NBL 1 for the rest of your life. Because nobody else is rocking with you. Mm -hmm. This ain't a cupcake league. Mm. Come correct. Show what you got. And, and that's why I like this league. You know why? Locals are held accountable. Like you just said, where was Lucas Walker? He had no job. He just got signed now. Every other local got signed but him. How you think he's feeling? Of course he's feeling like that. The same way Majuk is. A championship winning coach believes in you. Took you to China, you did your thing. You're going back home, and now you have a new lease on life. Yeah. He will not let Gleason down this year, 100%. I hope he's got a very important role. We know how important Tom Jervis was in that role last season during their championship campaign. They actually have another guy in a somewhat similar boat is Nick Pozzaglou, mm. who put it out there and said, you know what, I don't want a development player spot anymore. I've done that. I'm ready to be a rostered player and have an impact. Didn't get it. Didn't get it from anywhere and eventually said, all right, I'll sign that development player spot in Perth. But Wani, the guy in his, the young, talented He's good. That's a stud. He's going to be really good. But he's injured. Yeah. He's going to be out a few months now. What happened? He's ankle. His ankle at practice. What kind of ankle injury? Uh, a few months. Right or his left. He's <laughs> going to be out a couple of months. I mean, is Four it like, like, is it fractured? That's, that's a couple of months? Four months, I hear. Mm. Four months? Oh, it's yeah. broken. Go Opens ahead. the door. Possible to come glue. in and make a bit of a statement. Opportunity. Mm. How much of Brazil have you watched? Brazil. Look, Didi's the real deal, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to tell people. <laughs> we tried to tell everyone. We Didi tried to is tell. the real deal. The people said it was only summer league. The, yeah. the day that it got announced, I was on NBL overtime with Liam. We were in Vegas, and yeah. I said, he will start. Yeah, he he will, might not start right off the bat. He's starting for Brazil. He'll start for the Sydney Kings. He if he can start for Brazil, he can start for the Sydney Kings. Can and will. Two different conversations. Who's going to start? Call. No, that's right. That's a good they may start. I think they may start Brad Newley to at, begin with. Oh, at the three. At the three. Yeah, fair enough. And bring Didi in. They got, they got Cam, uh, Casper Ware. Newley. Right, you got Newley. Oh, man, this guy then, coming off the ooh, bench. And yeah. Then, and then as the season progresses, and you want to work him in that spot, go ahead. They have options. Hashtag NBL overtime to get involved. I'm going to get a hoodie, man. I got you. You already know. You two guys, I got you. The others, I'll sort them out. But those are great looks, what you're saying. Are you coming to the game? Phoenix no, I'm not coming to the game. I don't have a car. Have an Uber account, but I don't have a car. You've got a sulky. Get behind the horse and wheel that bad boy out there. All right, I'm out of here. Shout out to Tall Blacks. Tall Blacks. I want the Tall Blacks to win. I want them to win. I do have a sulky. I just don't want them to finish as high as the Boomers. Huge nut. You know what? Can we get before we... Yes. Corey was giving you hell for whether you were not sitting on the fence. Yeah. I went out there and said this Team USA team will not win the World Cup. Will not. They're not. I, I told you they're not. They're not. They're not. Okay, you're on board. Yeah, good. 
You didn't hear my spiel around? There's no way they could win. I just didn't no know if you went quite that far. I kept it 100 last week about Team USA. Okay. I'm not an unoffense guy. You, know, you guys know better than that. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Long. <laughs> and speaking of that, <laughs> come on, come on. Forget the Sean Long Bogan thing. What about the owner? Why he keep tweeting me? What are you talking about, Gary? He's a good guy. Look, that's his business. Look, I'm not going back and forth with no owners. I know he wants to get involved with the trash talking. Not happening, so stop at me. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me. Gary <laughs> Williams. Say it, man. Peace. I'll we out of here. Hope you get better. Yeah, I know. This is a good show. Man. Go this home. was a really go good home. show. I'm gonna have hot water, scotch, and honey. Hopefully, you feel better. And you know what you should do? Get in the infrared sauna. You'll sweat it all out. Shout out to Muscle and Bone Therapy. <laughs> I mean, that's where I go. See you next week. That's what. what can that not help you? Muscle and, and bone. bone therapy. Can that not help you? That come there to you. <laughs>